0: Listening to From the Friars Podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi and he asked his disciples. Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one, That he was the Christ, the gospel of the Lord. Brothers and sisters, may the Lord give you his peace. Um, I know the sound system, depending on where you're sitting, is a little. Can you all hear me? I'm trying to get. Okay. I keep getting comments, so we can't hear you. Um, The other day, the Archbishop in. uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, told the priest of his archdiocese, if your homilies go over five minutes, I'm gonna suspend you. So I got a little nervous. I'm glad we're in New York and not in New Mexico, okay? Um, So let me just begin by saying um, how beautiful it is to be here together as God's family, in God's house, worshiping at mass. Thank you so much for being here. I think there was a time when we kind of grew up with the sunday obligation as catholics of course that obligation is suspended right now because of the virus but we're able to be here and you're here because you want to be here huh it's not that we're obliged to be here we have the honor and privilege to be here to worship together as god's family isn't that beautiful Um, thank you for being here What, what an honor let the grace of this mass overflow to all those who either can't or maybe aren't ready for whatever reason to come. The, the grace of the Mass just overflows like a living fountain to the whole world. Um, how beautiful that we're here. So um, thank you. Thank you for being here to worship uh, God Almighty together, our Heavenly Father. Um, the readings today really suggest kind of like a sermon on the papacy. You know, this is one of those moments when Jesus is establishing the office of the papacy, the pope, right? St. Peter, the first pope. And there's all this talk of, uh, of the keys to the kingdom and building my church and binding and loosing. And it matches Isaiah 22 very nicely. Um, if you, the more you know the Old Testament, the more you realize that what Jesus did really made sense in his context, first century Judaism, right? The 12 apostles, that that number was not arbitrary. It was the 12 tribes of Israel that, you know, represented God's people. So uh, when Jesus establishes the office of the papacy, it makes sense if you know kind of the structures of the Jewish uh, leadership, starting all the way back to King David. Um, But I'm not going to go there today. Uh, There's a lot of... Good books and, and everything and uh i kind of in my prayer i felt to go a different direction and um we just want to kind of chew a little bit on this encounter that jesus has with saint peter so jesus begins by asking a really important question who do people say that i am the, his identity, right? And then there's a poll. And different people had different ideas. Um, all of those ideas were wrong. And then Jesus narrows down on his apostles, right? He's taken the disciples apart. He didn't do any ministry in Caesarea Philippi. They're like on retreat together. And he asks, Who do you say that I am? And as he often does, Simon Peter speaks up on behalf of the group, and he gives an answer that is so profound. You are the Messiah. You are the Christ. You are the Messiah, the Son of the Living God. And Jesus blesses him and just highlights the fact this was not an answer that Simon Peter kind of came to on his own. This was revealed to him by the Heavenly Father. Jesus's identity, who Jesus was, who he is, true God and true man. So we're gonna pray in the creed in just a few minutes. And then there's a, if you read this account in the Greek, uh, the Greek uh, version of Matthew, uh, the, the words kind of play on each other. You are the Christ, the son of God. And then Jesus says, you are Peter, the son of Jonah and I if you I did a study on this in the original language it, it really has kind of a beautiful poetic feel to it and um so we begin by Peter rev- you know commenting on Jesus's identity and what happens that Jesus then turns around and reveals to Peter his identity his name Peter and then who he's, his mission, who he is to be in God's plan, the rock upon which I will build my church. Um, I think there's a takeaway here for us. Um, let me try to put it this way. Um, when St. Pope John Paul was the pope, one of his favorite passages to quote from Vatican II was a passage um, in which the Vatican II document said that it is only in the light of the Word incarnate that the mystery of man is made clear. That's Gaudium et Spes' pastoral constitution on the church, number 22. Pope John Paul, in his own writings, quoted that passage more than any other single passage. And that in some way, by his incarnation, Jesus united himself to every human and I think that highlights really, it really highlights for us the, the meaning of this passage today. Um, that is a big claim. That is a big claim. Let me try to explain it in, a, in another way. This is what came to me. Um, have, you ever, have you ever met a person and then later on you meet their family And you do this thing, right, where you start to see, oh, you've got your father's eyes, or you've got your mother's ears, or have you ever done that? So we have the friars in my community, and we often meet them, and they come and join, and we live together. And when you live with somebody, you really get to know them. And then at some point, you get to meet their family. If you're blessed enough to go to their home, you get to see the old photographs and things. But you start to notice you ever met a family where it's like oh my goodness the the resemblance is so strong you you ever had that experience okay maybe in your own family you've inherited this from mom or that from dad or this from grandma or grandpa it's like wow you guys are clearly related to one another um brothers and sisters what jesus is saying here is that that moment is waiting for us when we die and we finally meet jesus we are going to realize that we were created off of his him off of him is is the pattern for humanity isn't that something you know that from all eternity it was god's plan to unite the to unite himself with humanity he didn't become a dog or a cat or a cow Or a flower he became a human and even though in time the coming of Jesus was you know thousands of years after Adam and Eve in eternity which is outside of time it was God's plan all along Um, if you do a deep dive on some of the uh, key passages of the Old Testament you'll see this idea where God instructs his people to build the house of worship from the heavenly pattern or the archetype, remember Noah? Noah builds the ark and the idea is that there's this pattern and God gives him the details. And the same for building of the temple. The Jews had this idea that they built the temple based off of an archetype or a plan of the real temple in heaven. And Jesus said that the temple was symbolic of his body. Remember that? Tear down this temple and in three days I will, I will raise it up. So that means that when we meet Jesus, you know, what the church is teaching, what Jesus is hinting at here, is that He is the answer to every question we have. He is the key to unlocking the mystery of our lives. That's a bold claim. Only God can make that claim, huh? When I see men and when I see women, I have a a situation, a a prayerful moment when, you know, for the women, I I believe even though the Virgin Mary is not God, she is a a woman, as a human, like each one of you ladies, you have been created in the image of Mary. And all of us men, we've been created in the image of Jesus as as this pattern, this archetype. Isn't that beautiful how God Loves us in and through his son, Jesus, Jesus and Mary, male and female. He created them. And um, I just feel so sad that so many people go through life not really knowing anything about that or not knowing what life is about or what it all means. But what Jesus is hinting at here is that I am the key to you discovering who you are. It's only in the light of the Word incarnate that the mystery of man becomes clear. And uh, so, the better, the more we know who Jesus is, the more He reveals to us who we are. That's another quote from that same document. That not only does Jesus reveal to us the truth about God, He also reveals the truth about us. He is the fullness of God's revelation about God and humanity. So the better we know Jesus, the stronger our relationship is with him, the more we will understand ourselves. And I truly believe that this moment that we just read in the gospel, this moment between Jesus and Simon Peter, that moment needs to happen for all of us. Each one of us, And I don't think it just happens once. As you go through the stages of life, in your prayer, and you go deeper with understanding who God is, and little by little, He starts to reveal to you who you are. Isn't that beautiful? It's so so mysterious, huh? So I, I was thinking maybe today at this Holy Mass when we have the honor and privilege of receiving Jesus in communion, his true presence, body, blood, soul, and divinity, we somehow, in a mystical way, we take him into ourselves. To have this moment where we repeat the words of Simon Peter, you are the Messiah, you are the Christ, you are the Son of God. And allow Jesus to speak, to reply, to speak back to your own heart as he reveals to you who you are who he's calling you to be, your identity, your place in God's plan, and what that means for you today. You know, whatever stage of life you're in, whatever, you know, wherever the, the, the details of what's going on in your, your life right now, that God wants to meet you there. And it, there's a reason why we're all still alive. There's work to be done in God's kingdom, right? We cooperate with the coming of his kingdom. And that is just so beautiful and profound. It's a bold claim that Jesus reveals to us not only the fullness of the truth about God, he also reveals to us the fullness of the truth about our humanity, what it means to be human, that we are made in his image and likeness. Isn't that profound? Isn't that beautiful? He shows us the way to be human. Right? He didn't say, I'm a way amongst so many other ways. He made a bold claim. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And uh, that's revealed to us little by little as we grow in our faith, as we grow in our relationship with him, as we uh, deepen in our intimacy with God, we get to know him more and more. And in so doing, we get to know ourselves in his light. And uh, we pray for that grace at this Mass. We pray for that grace this day. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans.